Hey friends, welcome to the Drivecast, a daily podcast walking through the Bible to help us read it in, pray it up, and live it out. My name's Dan, and I serve as the teaching pastor for our Worthington campus. This week, we're reflecting on one of our core values, authentic community, as we go through this Drivecast series. So I want to read a passage from Acts chapter 2, give a short reflection as we read in what the text says, then we'll pray it up and talk about what it means to live this out. First, let me read Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 46. It's talking to the earliest church. It says this, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to their number, day by day, those who were being saved. Over the last couple days, we have talked about many different ways that we want to live this out uh, in our church community here at LifePoint. At the end of the day, what we're talking about is experiencing the same thing we've talked about every other day this week, authentic community. Now, we understand there are a lot of ways to experience authentic community, and the way that we do it at LifePoint is one among many legitimate ways. You may have been in church communities in the past where you have discipleship groups, or uh, you have classes, or Sunday school, or, or whatever it might be. You might call them small groups, some type of a community where you get to know one another and grow together with one another as you follow Jesus together. Life groups at LifePoint are not the only way to do that, but it is the way that we have chosen to lean into this at LifePoint. We desire that everyone who calls LifePoint home would experience authentic community through life group. You see, the value of meeting together, of developing real relationships with one another, this is not just a strategy we are committed to. As we saw in uh, the book of Acts, This is the value that we see emphasized all over the scriptures. Countless times in the New Testament, we find these one another passages where we are called to bear one another's burdens, to walk with one another, to encourage one another, to challenge one another. And this happens in life group. You see, the myth is that you can walk into a church, walk out, without meeting anybody and you've kind of uh, stayed in your own bubble and this is what it means to go to church. And at LifePoint, we, we want to bust that myth because what we really need is people who walk alongside of us, who can challenge us, who know us, who care for us, who can show up in some of the most painful moments in our lives. At the end of the day, and I say this at the Worthington campus all the time, you can find a much better sermon online. In fact, I listen to better sermons regularly from people on the internet. It's not just about the sermon that you get when you go to church. You can find better music on Apple Music or Spotify, whatever it is. But what you can't find anywhere else is the authentic community in the local church. And this is why we encourage everybody to be a part of a life group. In fact, uh, you might think of it this way. Life groups are like glue for the local church. 
It's the thing, the mechanism that ensures when you come in on a Sunday morning, you are known by others and you know others. It ensures that you're not just uh, doing your own thing, living in isolation, but you have a community of people who walk alongside you and it is beautiful to have this group with you. I can think back to many seasons in my life with uh, my wife, Courtney, and I, where we have been uh, in some of the most painful seasons of our uh, marriage together. And we have seen our, uh, at the time at our previous church, we called it small group, come alongside us to provide meals, to pray with us, to cry with us, to uh, encourage us and just sit with us in community as we were growing together uh, to know and follow Jesus more. Now, we have walked through, in many ways, the valley of the shadow of death. And yes, Psalm 23 reminds us we walk with our Heavenly Father, who is our shepherd, but He uh, uh, invites us into a kind of community where we do not need to walk alone. We're able to walk with others. And that's what we experience in life group. This is so much more than just a class where there's knowledge transformation. It's a relational conduit where we are able uh, to know one another, be known by one another, and pursue Jesus together. So if you're not in a life group, I would challenge you, take a couple moments to think about what are ways that you can uh, step into this in this new year. Part of living this out may mean you need to reach out to your campus life pastor or uh, your teaching pastor and say, hey, I'm not in a life group, but I need to be. How do I make that happen? You can head to lpguest.com and uh, find all of our forms about uh, connecting to life groups. Friends, our desire is that not a single one of us would walk alone, that we would be a church where no one walks alone, but we walk and experience authentic community through life groups. Now, I want to take a moment to pray it up. And as we think about this passage and what it means to be in life group, maybe your prayer is this. Maybe you're in a life group and your prayer is, God, we desire that more people around us would be in life group together with us. Take a moment to ask the Lord that he would uh, steward more people into the care of your life group. And maybe you're not in a life group right now. And maybe you have heard uh, the teaching pastors for many months or many years encourage you to take this next step, but you've just got this barrier, this thing that is holding you back. Maybe it's not wanting to be around other people. I get it. I'm an introvert. Sometimes life group is the most terrifying thing. And honestly, sometimes the last thing I want uh, to do on a Wednesday night And yet each and every time I'm present, God does something in that group, in my own heart, in my own mind, and reminds me of the deep uh, and precious gift that authentic community really is in my life, in my family, and in our church. So maybe ask the Lord uh, if there are some specific barriers that you have, that he would do some heart work to help you move past that and take a step Uh, towards experiencing authentic community. Friends, thanks for tuning in to the Drivecast. Happy New Year. We'll see you back next week.